Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, uh, your leisure suit Larry and a velour jumpsuit world, John Wayne. That's right, here I am, back again. I'm in, of course, Wayne Manor, nestled in the East Wing, in the Library of Evil, where I am most often uh, holding up, if you will. I am here uh, once again. I've got my nice big heaping cup of coffee from... uh, you know, nice and black in my big mug from uh, Chris and Alicia Stamps. Thank you, guys. Drink coffee. Hail Satan. Hail. I've got a nice cold Topo Chico. And oh, lordy, lordy, you know I got a huge heaping bowl of Grandpappy's medicine. I've got some of that purple diesel this week, gentlemen and ladies. Very nice. They they named it once. Purple diesel. That's right. Um, so I am all set and ready for another week. Thank you for joining me. I want to say right up top here, if I uh, if I sound any different in the record, it is because I uh, I am recording uh, this. This is the first episode I'm recording with a brand new mic, uh, which I was able to get because uh, of my awesome Patreon supporters. So I wanted to really thank everyone up top for that. I, I you know, the last I've had the other mic I had I've had since I started the podcast over three years ago, this podcast, John Wayne Lied to You. And now since then, you know, um, most of you know, you know, I I do three podcasts a week now. One with Christopher Triana, that's uh, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. And then I do this one, of course. And then I do the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, which is over on Patreon uh, that all my Patreoners know about. But uh, thank you guys so much. This is, uh, you know, I need the microphone I had was uh it was good but it was definitely uh you know getting on it was crapping out the connection was weird and it was it was a perfectly fine microphone it was a 30 dollar amazon uh condenser mic that i got back you know like i said three three years ago and it definitely i definitely got my money's worth out of it. it it's done a great job and uh this mic is awesome that i got so uh, to replace it. So thank you, my Patreon people. Uh, I very much appreciate your support and for helping me to be able to continue to do my podcast as well as the other things that I do. So uh, while we're talking about Patreon, I want to give a big shout out to my new a new Patreon subscriber this week, uh, Charles the Animal Steel. That's right. This is my man, Charles. He is uh, also known as Funko Hunter 803 on Instagram. So be sure to check him out there. Charles is a, a, a member of the family, dude. We've met... Uh, in charlotte and we've been thick as thieves ever since uh we worked our way up from the goddamn bananas so uh check him out he also does a uh, live unboxing show on instagram every wednesday evening at 6 p.m uh 6 p.m eastern it's called mail call wednesday so follow at mail call wednesday follow at funko hunter 803 it's all about unboxing the collectibles that you got that week it's you know it is funko pop centered you know mainly but it's other stuff but it's not just like oh here i opened up the, my toothpaste they sent me this week no it's all cool ass shit and uh check him out so thank you charles uh, appreciate you joining the uh, patreon bud and uh you guys rule if you guys would like to uh check out the patreon go to patreon.com slash john wayne is dead and uh, you can look at the tiers i have available and uh when you join any tier you join gets you access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast which comes out every week uh as well uh on the same day that this podcast comes out but we'll talk about the boner podcast later boner bonus podcast later uh a little bit uh on but if you'd like to to check that out you know the tiers give you all kinds of stuff for uh, free stories books stickers and uh just recently started a couple weeks ago, uh, the Dollar Beer uh, Club. That's right. 
Uh, for $1 a month, you get to uh, support me uh, in my ventures, and you get access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, as well as anything else I put on the wall. And I put videos of you know, music and stuff like that that I'm doing and, and things. So so check it out, guys. Uh, if you can uh, afford to throw your old Uncle Johnny a couple bucks here in this in this time, I very much appreciate it. But I also appreciate uh, appreciate all the support. Just listening to the show, it's awesome, man. This mic is so cool. I'm I'm like kind of getting used to even hearing myself record with it because I can monitor myself with this mic. The other mic I couldn't like listen to. It, 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 I couldn't monitor myself while I was recording. I could monitor other things, but it, I don't know. It's fucked up. Maybe I didn't know what I was doing, but this one has it like all built in. I can hear myself clearly in these headphones. Everything sounds great. So I'm all like, whoa, dude, this is like Twilighty Zony. But anyway, so uh, so check it out. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And uh, I very, very much appreciate all of you. Also, shouts out. Happy birthday to Jay Wright. I want to say what's up. Uh, he uh, good buddy out there in Kansas uh, somewhere in parts unknown. I uh, just joined the Dollar Beer Club as well, and uh, happy birthday to you, my friend, this past week. Thank you so much. So, onward for the week. You know, this has been a week. Last uh, last weekend, we talked about how KillerCon was, uh, the virtual KillerCon happened, and it was, uh, you know, very good, I thought, to, uh, to you know, uh, my not my surprise, but to my delight, I would say. And, um, you know... Uh, and it was it was awesome. We, we talked about the the Splatterpunk Award winners, of course. Uh, I, I recapped all that last week, and then uh, you know on on vital social issues and stuff. Chris and I go over that again. You know when that episode comes out. So it's uh, it's been a it's been a, a great week since then. I, not a whole lot going on still. Um, trying to get stuff together. You know, uh, I did do some great podcasts this week with some people uh, over Skype. That'll be. Um, coming up uh here in the next couple weeks I'll, I'll more about that later as well but uh i also read like a bunch like like fucking killed a whole nother bentley little book in like four days like uh i don't know some people read super fast i, I don't know if i read fast or not but i go through stretches where i can definitely kill uh books really quick and this happens to be one of those stretches where i'm just devouring uh books so i actually um i went out to my local half price books yesterday here in Houston, third coast, dirty third shouts out. Um, and, uh, very, very, you know, very tight, good ship they're running. I did a little bit of it. Um, I, you know, kind of posted a little video when I went after I left there yesterday on my Instagram, but, uh, I was in there, you know, masks required and everyone's chilling, staying away from each other. Uh, I, I, you know, I walked in, I went right to the horror section and kind of like I was picking, but I was only in there for maybe five or six minutes tops but some guy came in tried not to wear his mask and all this shit they fucking got him nope they were following him he tried to take it off as soon as like he walked down the corner and they were like sir if no you need a mask to be in here that's like the rules and they got him out so it was uh it was you know i haven't really gone anywhere I mean, that's probably the first retail store i've gone to honestly since all this happened that i've actually gone into a store um and it was uh fine it was good and i got some fucking good books i got three new books and um reading uh, already reading them now so it's uh so that was cool like that was an update you know and i still am like i said going back to my gym i i am enjoying that quite a bit actually getting back into that habit and uh getting back into that kind of routine of exercise is helping my like mental state quite a bit i've noticed that 
Uh, and like muscle memory, baby, it's bouncing back. I'm getting all hard in the right places again, you know, which, uh, that concerns me sometimes. I can't go soft and puss out on everybody. Give me a break. Give me a break. So that's been going very cool. Um, I'm just sniffling. Don't worry. I'm not sick. I just did like fucking four rails before I started recording. Don't worry. It's all good. Now, um, some coffee though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, this week, you know, I just did a lot of writing, working on this work in progress, almost done with this, this book I'm writing. Uh, I did a lot of drawing. I got some badass, uh, uh, logo work that I've gotten this week and last week. So I'll be anxious to share those, uh, once they're done and then are, uh, you know, sent to the, the owners of, or the procurers of them. So that's been a lot of fun too. I'm drawing my fucking ass off. Uh, it's been a pretty, you know, laid back, cool week other than that, you know, and, uh, you know, I watched uh, fucking Nick P's got me watching crazy movies last night. I can't even remember. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Look, guys, it doesn't matter. What matters is that we're here right now. I can hear myself incredibly clearly, so much so it's almost making me feel like I'm throwing me off a little bit, but I will not let it throw me off. So uh, speaking of not being thrown off, I think we'll go into our uh, three-card tarot reading of the week here. Um and as you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every show where I write down the things that are on my mind, things I've been thinking about over the week, and then just kind of re-examine those to get a fresh perspective under the, you know, prism of what the cards represent and that kind of thing. It's, it's uh, very interesting. I enjoy it quite a bit. I also do a daily card of the day reading on my Instagram story. So if you follow me on Instagram at John Wayne is dead. Every morning, you can check that out, and it also goes to my YouTube page when you're done. It's a fun learning thing, and I, I enjoy it quite a bit. So, <clears throat> this week, I was, you know, I was thinking about, I was uh, thinking a lot about focus and, and focus. So, focus is the number one thing I wrote down for this week. Um, it, you know, things are so different and in flux and going to be different, and and. I'm I'm trying to focus, but I, I feel like sometimes I'm letting myself slip a little bit out of, I don't know what, boredom, just like uh, monotony maybe is, is kind of working on me some, uh, wearing me down, uh, wearing down my resolve maybe. I, I'm not sure, but it's enough, not, not a lot, but enough to make me kind of take a pause and think about it. So, you know, definitely reassess my, you know, my focus and, and just kind of laser it in there. And, and that goes along with discipline as well. Uh, I put that as, you know, on there. I, I, I'm very disciplined usually, and I, I still am. But like I said, when I s just feel myself kind of slipping a little bit, I want to correct that very quickly and not get carried away. Moderation, you know, um, I like to party. I've been just uh, trying to cut back on drinking so much uh, lately. I'm not like going nuts, but it's just, uh, it just seems more than I'd like to. Um, and just, just to improve my overall health and everything, I need to just cut back on that. And that's going to help with the focus and stuff like that, for sure. Uh, making smart moves. Um, you know, I talk about that with the changing landscape of things. What's my next move? What's the smart move to make? What kind of plan do I need to have? What's my backup plan look like? These are all things I'm trying to like write down and think about in, in real terms. And then uh, finally... Uh, check in with goals and plans. And that comes a lot from from the car, like when I do card of the day readings, there's a lot of things that, you know, come up where it remind you to check check in with what check in with yourself, check in with what your 
goal is and make sure your, your values, everything still lines up the same way. Because I think, you know, what can happen sometimes is we could put our head down and just go and we're working and we're grinding and we seldom lift our head up to, you know, do anything but take a look around and see how far we've advanced and then back down and, and go, you know. But what happens is things change if we're not constantly kind of monitoring this and, and the landscape and what we want and, and making sure we're staying genuine and true to ourselves and true to our goal, you know, we could find that maybe we've gone, you know, taken a side route or we've kind of strayed or that we don't, you know, the path that we've planned out now, you know, there's a different way to get from where we are to where we need to be. And we need to correct to that path. Or you may get there and have to, reass you know, maybe reassess your whole goal system and what you want, you know, those things change as well. So just checking in with myself and, you know, getting at, to the to the heart of the goals, to the original, my original intentions, uh, you know, that that kind of thing that's been on, on my mind this week. So, uh, sorry. Um, first card, interesting reading, all reversed cards today. So Ace of Pentacles reversed. So, you know, Pentacles, that's the material stuff. That's that's wealth. That's physical, um, the physical realm, kind of thing. So, this is saying you know you may be hesitant in moving uh, forward with an opportunity that when it, as it relates to finances or a business thing or your career. Um, the reason that this is happening is because you're you're looking at it now. You're starting to doubt doubt yourself second guess maybe think like uh you're not i'm not ready for the i don't have what it takes this isn't what what why did i decide to do this all that all that kind of stuff um <clears throat> but th this is pertaining to those kind of material things like your career your finances um you know we all make make mistakes there's nothing wrong with making mistakes um but now this is kind of cautioning us to if we're if we're feeling this way stop before we start moving forward anymore on this opportunity uh, do, we, we owe it to ourselves to do the research, do our due diligence, if you want to use that uh, phrase, and really dig into it to, to make sure it, it truly is the right thing for you. Like, it's good for you. It's good for your greater goals. It's good for your whole thing. And it's not just like on the surface, it seems like it'll be a good plan. But, you know, we don't want to trust that. We need to, to really kind of dig into this before we go any further on it. Uh don't oh okay uh also right now don't like don't count on don't count on something until it's actually done you know don't take someone's word for something uh, in other words like wh whatever it may be don't spend the money until it's already in the bank you know what i'm saying for some reason that's you know just keep that in mind right now as as you move forward with any kind of deals anything's done done on a, a handshake and a good word you know make sure wait till it's in paper before we start breaking out the band or anything like that and follow up you know that's just something to keep keep your mind on that um be careful right now with expenditures don't you know like i said don't count on things coming through uh there's no guarantee don't count on like uh, you know, a stimulus check right now, or don't count that, you know, they're going to figure out some unemployment thing that's going to fix all our woes. Don't, don't count on those things. You know, they're nice, but we don't want to get comfortable with that right now. And, uh, you know, 
it's a good idea to probably start saving, you know, putting excess aside, cutting some things out so that we can have a cushion for whatever may be in the f- near future or something like that. You know, <clears throat> just be careful with those expenditures. We don't, don't go buy two new cars right now or, uh, you know, uh, don't go buy that, uh, you know, refrigerator that also has a TV in it and a workout station and a, and a milkshake bar. Um, those are cool if they exist get one later though you know what i'm saying uh, <laughs> um so all, like what i was saying earlier with this if you're you're hesitant moving forward this kind of stuff you might be having tr- trouble on these paths to your goals uh so you definitely need to reassess like i was talking about what's realistical realistical what's realistic and feasible right now for you you know re, we have to have these like reality checks with ourselves you know we're i know like i'm fucking high energy like yeah i'll do it i could take it on but you know i have to i've learned from these you know from the uh mistakes that i've made in taking on too much and and uh you know, not being realistic about what I can achieve. And and that's something I have learned. And I'm trying to make sure I apply that knowledge all the time to the things that I, I'm taking on the projects that I'm doing. So, you know, if we're having trouble on this path that we're currently going on to our goal, let's, you know, it's saying like, let's check in, make sure this is a realistic thing. Maybe, maybe instead of jumping from point A to point B, we need to jump from point A to A1 to A2 to A3 than to be you know something like that it might just be as simple as that just re-planning your your uh path you know um also again do research and planning before moving forward with a new venture right now uh don't don't let what's on the surface be the thing that sways you really really dig into these things um you know as always if something's too good seems too good to be true probably is so you know that's an adage for a reason i guess all right, let's swing a coffee here. Next card, I got Page of Pentacles reversed. So, with the page Page of Pentacles reversed, it's you know, pages are that initial kind of inspiration, that burst of uh, the idea, getting started with it, kind of thing. So when it's it's reversed like this, you have an idea, but you're not ready to move move on it necessarily. You're still brainstorming. You know, you're you're possibly unsure if you have the skills or resources needed. That scene goes right in hand with our Ace of Pentacles reversed here. What we're talking about, mate. You feel like you don't have what it takes to do this yet. Um, with this, you maybe you're you're feeling these things out, but you're taking the time to to keep it to yourself. You're not announcing, "Here's my idea," before you've laid anything down or, or come up with a strategy. Uh, so you know. If you're if you're not sure, you know that you can do this thing, so you you put it off, and it keeps kind of the idea keeps persisting. It, it, you know, take a chance on it and act on it, and kind of you know gather what you have and and trust that you have the you have what it takes, you know, to do this this thing. Um, if you okay, so also with this card, you maybe have started this project right, like the page is like, yeah, I'm starting it but you can't get it off the ground or it's not moving forward or it's not moving like you want it to be moving or thought it would. And this is directly because you haven't planned, <clears throat> you haven't planned or you haven't planned sufficiently. You know, uh, it, it, sometimes we lose sight of what, you know, we start getting away from this, the original inspiration of something and we lose sight of that and our, you know, we become misguided or just like, we sh- just kind of start veering off to the side uh, and all that kind of stuff. 
So um, we have to be careful that we re you know re-energize, step back, check in with that original inspiration, and refocus ourselves on our goal before we start you know trying to move forward again. Be careful though with the the you know if we're keeping this kind of idea to ourselves that we just don't fall into uh, the daydreaming type situation where you know yeah I'm planning it but you're really just having these daydreams about it you're not really planning and then you're just stuck in that phase and there's no action so be careful of that and then as always you know with this thing we're hesitant we're trying to reconnect with the in, in original intent our original inspiration look to our past experiences the things that we've had success with the things we've not had success with and what we've learned from both of those type of things and that's going to provide us with the insight and and the kind of guidance and knowledge that we need with this particular uh, thing we're looking at this particular opportunity or you know whatever it may be next card last card two of cups reversed so this is a <clears throat> this is a card of uh in this position of self-love uh we talk about that a lot and this is not just like um uh, like self self care day, like you know, you're like oh, I'm going, you know, I'm I'm putting on a face mask and I'm getting a Matty Petty. Like that's great too. This is this is about like the taking care of our inside, you know, our love, our heart, you know, our soul, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we need to make sure that we love ourselves unconditionally, right? You know, warts and all. We know everything about ourselves, and we need to love ourselves and and respect respect who we are, and 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 be striving to be that most authentic self that we can be, uh, that we are, and and love that about yourself, regardless of what what it may be. Just be truthful and honest with yourself, and love it. You know, own it and love yourself. Um, if you're not, what happens if we're not loving ourselves? Uh, what what happens is, you know, we can attract the wrong type of people in a relationship. You know. Uh, will attract people that, you know, kind of just aren't the right people. We're projecting this stuff on on them, and this is the kind of thing that we'll get taken advantage of. Uh, you know, we, we think that this person, this, you know, person that's in this relationship we're trying to get in or in is all we need to feel good about ourselves, but we really need to know that that's not true. No one can give us that, that true... Uh, what you need no one can give you that self that self-love you have to give it to yourself you can't get it from anybody else and so you know no no object or person possession nothing can give this to you so this is very important to make sure that we're you know taking some time out don't be so hard on ourselves you know and and love who we are uh truly before we can move forward so love other people for who they are we gotta love ourselves so that was a good cap on this reading. I got something out of that this week. I hope you did as well. Thank you so much for checking it out. Like I said, I do a three. Um, I do a card of the day reading every single morning on my Instagram at John Wayne is dead. If you want to check that out, please do. So, um, like I said, uh, mentioned the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast that is on my Patreon. Uh, page every week uh, earlier and if you've been listening along I, I know that you uh, know that I've been taking portions of those uh, episodes the the one that's going to come out the same day as this and and putting them in here so you can get to uh, listen to a little bit of my guest for that week uh, get to know them and then if you're interested jump on over and check out the rest of the episode on the patreon or you know 
definitely check them out and see what they're all about. So uh, this week is a, a very cool episode. I talked to uh, uh, a buddy of mine that I've met on the road, one of my con fam, Rick Staczynski. Uh He runs 13X Studios. If you've seen pictures of me and uh, Christopher Triana in our Roy masks, he made those. He makes masks. Uh, pretty badass story of how it all started and, and got rolling and, uh, and how huge it is now for him. So uh, he's he's my guest on the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast this week over on Patreon. But right now, we're going to take a little listen to uh, the conversation I had with myself and Rick of 13X Studios. Yeah, well, and I I, I follow your Instagram, and I'll see you, like, uh, filling this order today. And it's like a billion masks are all yeah. over. Like, you're all in a good day's work. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. But like, uh, but I do love that because I love the hustle. Everything like you know uh, that I do it revolves around a hustle, just hustling as well. So yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Like, a, you know, that's one of the reasons why we probably click. You know, we're we're hustlers, true to the the core. Um, yeah. But you, did you say twenty five thousand different over tw- twenty five thousand? Yes. What like uh, what are some examples of other ones? Because <sighs> I've seen tank just like uh, have you done? You know, okay, I don't just know. take Wu Tang. Just take Wu Tang. I've made off Wu Tang. I've made okay. So I've made the yellow and black. I made the black and yellow. I made a bloody yellow. I made a dirty yellow. I made uh, a Freddy uh, Krueger sweater with the um with the Wu Tang logo. I did a um uh the Nintendo NES colors um with Wu Tang. I did a green Irish one for St. Patrick's Day. I did a Valentine's Wu Tang. I did a red and black for Atlanta Falcon. My favorite football team colors. I'm just saying there's. I probably did 15 styles of Wu Tang already. So just think of everything thing i've right. done and just bloody and, and especially with blood you know i have a homer simpson but i've made bloody homer simpsons i mean i you know so it's like yeah. it just i've done everything I, I swear to god there's not many things i haven't done you know and it's uh but no, that's, that's the tr- stuff that takes time variants though. of like uh like how you get variants of action figures and shit like i collect yeah. things and that kind of stuff it's almost like that like you're create you really can create truly endless variants of, on these uh, yeah, it's kind of that's pretty cool. <laughs> I had a company that one time went up to me at MegaCon and um, a guy who buys from me all the time. And he's like, dude, listen, he goes, how how you doing in sales today? And it was I think it was like that Friday and it was pretty good. I said, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. He's like, yeah. He goes, did anybody ever come in and say they want to buy like 500 masks? And I was like. Uh, I mean, some of my orders are like, you know, uh, at the time they were like kind of building like Halloween Megastore usually does that, but they give me a few months to do it. And they're like, um, the guy's like, yeah, I'll take 500 masks right now. And I'm like, right. I don't even, bro. I was like, bro, I only have like 200 here. And he's like, no, there's no time. So basically what it was, he was, a, he owns a cattle ranch and he was opening a new one. And what he wanted to do is put his logo on every mask and basically send them out to people because they were going to open up on Halloween of, of this year. But obviously that must probably got postponed. I don't know. But so uh-huh. randomly the guy just said, just make 500 different masks, whatever you want. So I was like making everything. I was taking pl- paint splat splat in it. I was taking, I mean, you, anything, you know, it was pretty crazy. So, and I put his logo on every mask and uh, yeah, it was just like, I was just, it's, it's been crazy, man. It's been a crazy ride just up and down like <clears throat> yeah dude and i imagine like uh how many hours a day are you spending making masks do you think well i want to tell you i set a record for myself the other day um i did put a picture actually on i think i did it on instagram and facebook um basically i had to finish off the halloween mega store they kind of like i they kind of gave me a deadline when they needed it so i said what i'll do is i'll break it up in a couple chunks 
And this was my last deadline, which was 240 masks for like the last part. And I'm not lying to you. I legitimately did it in one day. And like a, like however, a 24 hour period or in like a 24 hour period. But however, yeah. what I did though, I, I, I should say I cheated because what I did is they were all sanded. They were all primed. They all had chevrons. So now it was the painting. So that's how I do everything now. Like if I have to make just say you give me an order of a hundred masks right now, you know, I could hammer it out in a day all day, but it'll, it's going to take me two days just to prepare for it and get everything ready. So, um, but I, and for, I, you know, I said to myself this, as I'm moving and I just want to kind of take a break, I said, I could break this down over the next 10 days and do a little at a time, or mm-hmm. I could just go balls to the wall and see if I can actually do it. And sure enough, I did it. My whole house, my, like we live in an apartment, my, the whole living room into the kitchen, it just led in. And I took a picture when it was probably at 160 masks, just think another almost hundred masks on top of that all through the house. So, and then I let everything dry. And then I spray about 20 at a time outside in my uh, balcony, and then yeah. I bring them in, and then I have to strap them. My wife helps me bag them. We box them. We get them going. So now why I'm moving, it's like one of the main reasons. we I, I always wanted to move to Las Vegas or um, St. Augustine. It was kind of a newer thing we thought about. And um, my, my wife's family's out in Jacksonville, and we, you know, we go to St. Augustine all the time, and I'm like, we should just move here. And, and actually, it was funny. I just put a post on Facebook today. A year ago, we went there, and we're like, we should just move here. And I posted it. I said, we might move here next year as a goof. One oh. year later, we, uh, we just said, screw it. Let's get, it. Let's get out. And we're, so we, we're getting like a, we wanted to get a house. We were going to rent a house because we don't want to get stuck anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I, my wife just said, like, let's look, do you want to look at an apartment? I said, no, no more apartments. And then I said, we drove by one really cool one. She said, let's just look at one for shits and giggles. Why not? Let's check it out. And I was like, yeah, that's totally cool. We set up an appointment. And I said, I'm not staying here. I already could tell you that. And she's like, well, just check it out. Five minutes in the apartment, I said, already, I'm done, done deal. Uh, uh, let's do it. Let's, let's, let's get it going. Oh, yeah, that cool. I fell in love that much. It was made in 2019. We're eight minutes from the beach. We're six minutes from downtown, the historic part. Um, have you ever been to St. Augustine? No, I have not. Oh my god, dude! Oldest city in the United States. Like the whole gimmick, it's haunted. Like the whole town's haunted. They have ghost tours every night. You know, like horses everywhere. They the carriage things. It is just hands down one of the coolest places in the world. And that was it. We we found this place, 2019 built. Everything's like. I mean, the pool even has like these these big uh, faucets in the pool. Not faucets. Um, like they they spray out water and shit. And you could change the colors at night to any oh, colors yeah. to go with music and shit. I'm like, what is going on in this place? So shit, it was dude. like, it's like a resort. And we're like, we are going to be living at a resort now. And I'm like, yo, it's it's on, man. So that was it. That's so, cool. You're fucking walking around like a rock star anyway. Like, whoa, dude, that's the guy who makes the masks. Yeah. That's the guy that makes the masks. That's the guy that masks, yeah. dude. The girl already at the complex is setting up a... Uh, so she calls me Mr. You know, Mr. Celebrity because she fa- she found out that I have a cameo. So on the flip side, I tell her that I think she's very famous because if you Google this resort I'm at or the, the uh, complex, they have five stars and everyone raves this girl. She's amazing. So like I call her, you know, Miss Celebrity, you know, Miss Five Star Review. She calls me Mr. Cameo. So we have a thing and they're already going to set up a Halloween party at my complex that I'm going to be kind of doing a thing with them. So it's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Awesome place. It's, it's a new chapter in my life and I'm super excited about it. So. Hell yeah, man. That is exciting. And I will be there for the party. So uh, just Hell plan yeah, on man. that. And uh, yeah. 
but you so you mentioned cameo let's talk about that for a minute um yeah. so cameo for people that don't know what that is i uh, you can uh pay to have a celebrity send a message to you or a friend or, or something like that is that correct that's right yeah right? yeah it's it's funny and you know, I have a pretty good following with 13X Studios and, you know, people have asked me to send like some videos like to their, their sons or whatever. And like, Hey, would you ever do that? And I was like, I was like, yeah, I, you know, I dude, I does, it's not nothing about the money, man at all. And after which I'm sure we'll be talking about a little bit, but I'm going to be involved in a movie. And basically, um, they said you have to have the following, the requirements to get a cameo is about 400,000 followers online. And I only have about 40,000 from all my sites. So sure enough, though, I put an application in and they hit me up. They said, we want you. We want you. We were we're big fans of the, you know, this movie and we uh, we want you involved. And that was it. So I think I've done like I only charge ten dollars again. I love doing them. They're so much fun, like to cheer someone up or for a happy birthday. And, you know, I always try to do it kind of a different theme. Like I was drunk in one. I did one in St. Augustine. I did one <laughs> like I just do fun ones, man. I mean, it's you won't get bored. You can go to my cameo and just check out all the videos. They're They're hilarious. And I've done, I think, like 11 or 12 of them so far. So, uh, so I, you know, you grow from there and, you know, you, you, you put the name out there. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm a hustler, man. I, I, I do what I got to do, man. I get my name out there, you know? Fuck yeah, dude. So, yeah, that's what you got to do. Uh, I've been, see, I've been doing these cameos for free where I'm just like, hey, it's usually like super late <laughs> at night. Uh, random, you know, uh, people may not ask for it, but it just, you know, when I... Let me tell you something, Uncle John Wayne here, and uh, <laughs> this is what I hate about pants. And um, yeah, man, like uh, no, but that's really cool. So, and then the movie we talked about you're in is Terrifier Two, correct? Terrifier Two, yes. Um, Terrifier Two is almost done shooting. Um, I, you know, the trailer, the they did a little little trailer recently, which was um, it brought a lot of attention. And everybody's excited, and um. Yeah. And I, I actually, you know, I'm friends with Damien, the director, and um, he put me in a speaking role. I just, I have two lines, which are fun, but the cool thing about it is, uh, so I'm in like a Halloween club scene and, you know, I, I knew I was going to have a couple lines and mm. I, it was a Halloween night. So we had to dress up for Halloween and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm just one of those people, man. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to dress as a skeleton, dude. I, you know, I, I'm going to do something fucking nuts. So yeah. I hit up Damien. I was like, bro, I got to do something fucking raw here, man. And I know Damien's like a huge, both of us are huge Stallone fans and I'm a big Rocky guy. He's a big uh, Rambo guy. So I said, you know, what about like Rocky and the meat and, you know, hitting the meat in the, in the cooler? Like that would be really cool, man. I, I think I could fit that perfect. And Damien's like, fuck yeah, man. And then I was like, what about doing something with Kevin Smith somehow? <clears throat> so I basically just, um, I hit up Kevin and asked if I could, uh, if I could wear a movies to a uh, clerk's outfit, actually I asked Damien first. I said, what do you think? And he's like, yeah, man. So they said, yeah, you, you're good to go. And then I had to get it. You know, I had to get a, uh, a letter from everyone, of course. And um, mm. yeah, so I wore the, uh, the clerk's movie movies two shirt with the hat and I'm um, like the Randall outfit. And cool. uh, so, yeah, that's really cool, man. So I think it's pretty cool for like, if you're a Kevin Smith fan and you're going to watch Terrifier, you're going to be like, is that dude wearing a fucking movies outfit? Cause it, it was funny when, we shot four four nights in um, New Jersey, and uh, the first night when I got there, you know, everyone's dressed up in these generic fucking Halloween costumes because there was a letter going out saying, "Don't wear anything," you know, you can't wear like an Avengers thing or something, just basic Halloween skeleton, right. you know, witch, whatever. 
And I come in there fucking with rocking a fucking, you know, a clerk's two shirt. Everybody's looking at me like, who's this fucking douchebag? So one of the girls went up and said, you know, you, you're supposed to wear like a generic. I just wanted to give you a heads up. And I was like, nah, no, I got permission. Hun. I got I got permission <laughs> from the man, Kevin and Damien. So I'm good. So it was pretty funny. So uh, but we had a blast, man. And um, I just like, yeah, like I said, I just like for being a Kevin fan, I can't wait. They're going to be like, is that dude wearing a fucking clerk? That's going to be pretty cool. So I'm trying to, uh, and my, I'll tell you, one of my lines is fucking awesome. So it's a gimmick, man. I have a gimmick and I actually, even after my scene was done, um, which was, we were there for four nights. We, we started shooting from 5 PM till about eight o'clock in the morning. So mm. we were, everybody was just exhausted. And I remember it, we shot my scene like the last day at like, five o'clock in the morning and i'm like oh my god so i went over did a couple shots of vodka and i was on man and um like my scene is pretty much going through the club on a steady cam and then my scene happens um it's with lauren who's the main um you know actress in the movie yeah and basically like if i fucked up or she fucked up or whatever we would have to go back and shoot it all again so i'm like oh my god so much pressure dude and uh no man the first couple takes were like you know we, we shot i think seven takes and when fourth fifth sixth and seventh came that vodka was in me i was on fire i was getting louder like damien comes saying bro louder like it was awesome and then i went to pee afterwards and the cinematographer was in the bathroom and i was like bro be honest how was the scene he goes hands down my favorite line of the movie fucking scene was awesome so it made me feel so good man and damien loved it so um damien actually hit up my wife and said yo your husband fucking killed the scene so i was like made me feel good man all right that was a little bit of myself and rick straczynski sorry uh straczynski i know i fucked it up now oh well i'm not going back he knows what's up rick uh rick's the man check him out 13x studios and if you want to hear the rest of that like i said it's a very very cool story that rick has and uh, he's a very awesome, driven dude. Uh, so jump on over to my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You can check out the whole episode on any tier or if you just the dollar beer club is there. One dollar a month gets you access to every episode of that podcast. So moving right along to our story portion of the show. You know, uh, earlier I was saying like, um, you know, moderation was something on my mind because I feel like, you know, maybe I've been drinking a little too much, maybe, you know, partying a little too much here and there. So it's time to rein it in. And I, you know, I spoke about on the panel that I was on KillerCon last week, the Bukowski Effect panel that I I know that I can par- kind of party hard or, or go, you know, hard, whatever, ho- however you want to look at it. But I always have, I mean, I've st- at least so far in my life always know when it like all right you sloppy bitch let's reel it in come on uh i still i have that at least awareness so um and that's a good thing and i don't want to lose that ever at all and so that made me think and i was uh, actually here in the library yesterday I, I got a very special visit from my good friend the monsignor and he stopped in and uh not only did he stop in he brought like a, a you know a tasting of weeds for us to have and he uh, also uh, brought a marty mcfly back in time back to the future pop to put in the studio here that uh, i have the back to the future movie poster the official one hanging up and he wanted to give that to me to, to match it and he's a great dude so what we were talking about old times and we thought about this story came to mind speaking of moderation um so uh th- without further ado we'll call this story moderation Nah. 
So, this story takes place uh, several years ago. When I was um, playing, uh, I was playing in one of the bands I played with for a long time. Uh, they were called Harem Festival. And um, on this particular day, it was a Saturday, we had a gig uh, that evening at a place called PJ's. Still here, shouts out PJ, always badass. Uh, I talk about PJ on an upcoming episode of Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast with somebody coming up, but we'll talk more about that when it happens. But PJ's was a cool, is a cool ass place here in Houston. It's a divey, divey, dirty bar, right? It's not the diviest bar, but it's pretty damn close, probably. But the thing about PJ's is it's two stories, right? So his bottom floor is a, just a fucking very divey bar. It's like in an old house, right? This is converted from a house, in a house. Uh, so it's cool, it's comfortable, it's got an awesome outdoor patio, but it's like got that vibe. Like he's like, it's like the working man's bar kind of, you know, PJ's like a, hey, how you doing? You know, it's kind of gruff and rough and, um, you know, he's, you know, they love the Astros. Everyone watches a baseball and, and sports at that at that bar a lot. But the upstairs is like a, just a showroom. There's like kind of a little step up stage. And the thing about PJ is he's fucking cool about anything up there like that brings people in to drink. Just whatever you want. Like he was very cool about, you know, I mean, I played with all of my bands probably. I don't think John Wynn is dead has ever played there, but I mean, I played countless shows at PJ's. I, I couldn't tell you how many shows I've played in the the years uh, at that place in all of in the bands that I've all been in, it, you know, because you could do anything there. That was also that room at PJ's upstairs was where Neo Benchy started uh, the live shows of Neo Benchy. Started up there. Um, there's been comedy shows that, that that have been up there. There was, I think, a, a mo- an open mic that was going on there for a while. You know, anything you want. And bands, yes. Like, th- there's tables and shit, but you have to push them all to the side. I mean, he lets you do whatever you want upstairs. He's like, you run it. I don't want to... I'm not messing with it, all right? You do your show. Like, there was a, a stairs out back that led you up to that door that you could load in upstairs. So that was cool. Because otherwise, it was like... It was a straight shot up the stairs from the front door, but dude, it was like a tight fit. I don't know. It was. It's like this awesome place, but you know, many shows. So this particular day, we have a show there, and the thing about shows at PJ's is you also have to bring your own sound. So if you're gonna play there, you have to bring a somebody's got to bring a PA of some kind for you to fucking do your thing. And in Harem Festival. I back at this time I had a really shitty PA that I we would take around particularly like Letters to Voltron used it because we would always do we were doing acoustic shows at that point so it was easy for that but it was passable in small rooms just just as a vocal thing and I don't think uh, man okay so let's backtrack so I, I'm bringing that I'm supposed to bring that that with me right that shitty PA and they're, we're playing with some other, a couple other bands. I know we're playing first, and um, you know it, it's like it, it's like this is I'm going over this all in my head as I wake up in the morning. Right, it's early. It's in the the morning. I'm like, yep, this is what I got going on today. Got to do this. Got to bring PA. Got to da da da. Got to load in at this time. But uh, we also had other plans to visit the Monsignor that afternoon. My my ex wife and I ex wife and I at the time. We're going because we were going to visit Monsignor because he was coming back. Uh, He had just gotten back from a trip to uh, Europe where he had, you know, uh, been gallivanting for several weeks. And he came back. He was supposed to be bringing back the um, 
absinthe and and other kind of things so um you know we were uh, already planned like hey we're going over there like a mid afternoon mid-morning afternoon thing for uh, hangout lunch couple beers you know taste test whatever just to say hi and then we're out right so we get there and the thing this is funny about like the monsignor and i were talking about yesterday one of the first things that he tells us is he's when he gets over from you know uh when he flies in and he gets he's going through customs this one guy like he got all through so this he's this one dude was like pretty much waving him through when like this young rookie you know hungry fucking jerk off cop or whatever was like hey what's this wait a second stop and like found like went through and the, it, it took all of these bottles of absinthe that he had bought out and and made him pour them all they like just poured them all down the sink in front of him i can't remember exactly why you're not supposed to have it or it, i guess it was illegal in the country or something like that I, I don't know the only one he got away with keeping though was one that he got from uh, a distillery somewhere i forget that it, it was in like a clear bottle like i want to say the bottle almost was in like the shape of a a, a woman's torso or something like that maybe something just a an odd looking kind of clear bottle that they hand you know filled there but that they sealed it you know put a sealer on it and it didn't have any tags on it or anything so they're like well what's this and he was like he said i he he somehow played i don't know exactly what he told them it was but for whatever reason they let him keep it so we had that one bottle of absinthe that he, he got to bring back and we were all like this is back like when you know, if you if you were listening, like around that time, like Nine Inch Nails was, uh, you know, and and Marilyn Manson were very like pretty much advertising absinthe in their music videos. Almost, they're like drinking this absinthe. If you read like I I read you know Spin and Rolling Stone and I got Guitar World for ten years. So any article about them, they would be like, oh, and you know Trent Reznor sat down and poured up you know a, a bit of absinthe before we started the interview it was like it seemed to be like all over the place especially in that culture if you were in there so we were dying to try it we're like oh yeah man it's supposed to have wormwood it's supposed to make you trip man you know we whatever dude we didn't know i mean we just wanted to try it so we get there he tells us this whole story about it so before we're not we don't drink it right away we're waiting for some people to come you know some other people to meet him over there and we're drinking some beers right so we start drinking beers, and I'm I'm taking it sleazy, I'm taking it slow and easy, you know. And uh, then we somebody breaks out a couple blunts, so we start smoking some blunts. All right, I smoke a blunt or two, um, take some bong hits. Finally, they like, um, you know, they're getting ready to. He's gonna do the do the thing, but then somebody shows up with a, a batch of cookies that they've made. Now, by cookies, I mean like weed cookies, right? And they're nice and big. I would say about like a nice four inch four incher big cookie and um you know they were like ah they're, they're pretty strong you know you you never know people are always like with their edibles like i think they're pretty strong dude i don't know you know back then i, I wasn't as a, a much of a professional savage as i am now. i mean i still was don't get me wrong we'll you know listen to the rest of the story but you know these days i like like i have done recently like taking a whole hundred milligram gummy that's in the shape of texas that we get down here and i fucking just down it like and that's and i'm fine like yes i get high but not it's not i'm like oh my god i'm just functioning that's just where my tolerance is at these days i guess but back then it was not that so so i've um 
you know, now it's kind of been some hours have been going by and we've been you know, imbibing these substances throughout the day. And I, the cookies get there and I, of course, eat one. They're like, yeah, I don't know, maybe eat a half of one or something. I'm like, ah, fuck you, half of one, man. So I eat the cookie and, uh, you know, we're all talking. Did we get the absinthe out? Monsignor is pouring these absinthe shots for us all. And we take those. I think we take like maybe two. And they're like, it tastes like licorice or something. I don't know. And I'm, I'm like, also, we're like, well, it's not going to make us trip or for real. And it's not supposed to. So I'm like, all right, we got a couple more hours before we got to go uh, to leave to, for me to go home, get everything packed. I also was like, I had this warm up routine that I, I would do before every show. So I wanted to get home in time to do all that before I packed and let, like I had my, it all planned out. And as the, you know, all of a sudden things just start getting on top of me. Like once that, you know, cookie started to kick in, like it was, it was kind of like, that was the, that was like the coup d'etat. That was like the Jenga piece that I shouldn't have pulled or something at that time, because it just took everything like the beers that I'd been drinking already, like smoking blunts. And then now this liquor, this weird fucking liquor that we're drinking and more beers. And guess what? Well, no food. Why? Why would we have food? So now I'm like, I'm, I'm, I feel like pretty fucked up, but I feel like, like terrified, terrifiedly fucked up because as the time is passing, as it's getting closer for me, time for me to leave, I'm not like getting less fucked up. I'm just getting more and more fucked up. Like I'm just, and then, and now I'm starting to kind of freak out a little bit because I'm like, dude, I have to play a fucking show. I, uh, you know, and also back then it was like, I, I think I've talked about it on the show. I used to not really be able to play my guitar and like do, do shows if I've, if I'd been drinking, especially, or, or if I'd, it took me a long time before I could play the guitar and perform and while after smoking weed. Um, but you know, I generally, you know, even now I'm not going to get as fucked up as this at before a show. No way. Uh, but I did like I did then. And I, I had a less of a tolerance. So it's, it's, it's even worse, but then it's also a complete accident. It wasn't like I tried to, uh, yeah, get fucked up. I honestly thought I was going to go over there. You know, it's, it was going to be a light afternoon. I mean, maybe I should have said no, you know, here's where the moderation comes in. I, I guess I just assumed, you know, Oh, light, a light day. I'll go home with a little buzz and I'll be ready to go and be totally ship shape by the time I get to the show. But no, it's, uh, everything is just going horribly wrong for me at this point. And, uh, so so I'm, I'm getting closer and I'm telling like, like my, my wife at the time, you know, I'm like, I don't, I am very scared that I'm not going to be able to play the show. And she's like, are you that fucked up? And I was like, yes, I am like this cookie, this stuff. And then like, I also, you know, of course I'm just sipping beers the whole time. And then finally I'm like, all right, we gotta, we gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I gotta, I gotta remove myself from this situation. I've gotta go, go back to, <clears throat> we go back to the house. I go in the room with my guitar and I'm trying to, I'm doing these warm ups, and I'm trying to, you know, I, I go through all these, like, you know, the metronome and doing all my fucking scales and shit and, and the things that I do to warm up and I'm playing parts of songs and I'm really losing my mind. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, dude. This is like, I felt like my hands were shaky, you know, and I, I was just getting like psyching myself out. Like I'm going to fuck this up. I don't know. I got to bring all this shit. I need some more time. So I call, I like, 
I go, I think I went downstairs and I talked to, you know, my wife about it and just was like, uh, I don't know. I can't cancel. Like I, she's like, well, you know, and I think she was just very much like, well, this is like, learn, hope you learned your lesson or something. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. So I, I call, uh, the guys in my band and I'm like, Hey, uh, so I'm, I'm running behind. Something's come up. So I, I, is there any way, like, can you guys call the other band and see if they can bring their PA uh, and get there because I'm going to be late and I, you know, and so I don't want to, because basically I just trying to buy myself more time. I didn't want to have to go down there like super ass early to load in and set up the PA and they're like, Oh shit, dude, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, everything's okay. I'll explain later, but I just, I'm going to be late. So I need you to, to do, see, to do this for me. Like, all right, cool. Luckily it all worked out. And the other band was even like happy to bring their PA. Cause they're like, yeah, y'all's PA is shitty. We'll bring our PA. And we're like, all right, cool. So that was fine. They text me, you know, and tell me everything's set. And I'm like, all right, I'm trying to sober up. I'm drinking coffee. I take a shower. I think I take two showers. And it's, again, it, it's that, it was that fucking edible, man. You know, those, when you eat those edibles, and especially like in the Wild West days of people just making them in their kitchen, <clears throat> you don't know what you're going to get. And that just thing kept working on me and working on me. And uh, I had to have like, pack my stuff. I had to have my wife drive me because I, I can't drive. I couldn't, I was super paranoid i was like oh my god dude how am i gonna do this the only thing on my mind was that i was gonna fuck up the show how was i gonna perform like how and i was i was so disappointed in myself i was like how did i let myself get this way i'm gonna play a show god damn it what's wrong with me um but i like remember just getting there and uh, i come up the stairs at that back stairs and i have like the luck the, the, the guys in the my band had my amp because it was where we practiced when they were bringing the stuff so i just come up with my guitars and my pedals and dude, they're set up. Everything's set up. They're on stage, like sound checking. Like we're literally probably. I think we were supposed to go on, maybe five minutes before I walked in the door. I, I was running that late and and trying to get myself together that much. And I'm like, okay, whoa. They're like, oh, dude, everything all right? Yeah, everything's fine. Cool. I'm so sorry. I'll explain. Uh, let me get set up. Get sounds ready. We'll get started. And I'm like still shaking. I'm trying to hide it. I'm not telling anybody. I'm fucked up. Uh, I, I get a drink of water. Slam it. And then I, I get up in front of the mic and, you know, there's people up there, the other bands, our friends, and I look out, I'm just kind of look out into the crowd and I have, like, this was the most severe case of tunnel vision I've ever had. And I don't, I, you know, I don't even know if I remember another time I've had it, but it was just like everything went into a dark, like darkness around all the peripheral and just this fucking beam of vision that I had just straight through everyone's head to the back wall. And I just stared at that and played. And I was th concentrating so hard. And because and, I sung as well. I played guitar and sung, sang in this band. So I'm trying to do that, staring. And uh, I just remember, I, I, was, I think I'm doing a good job. I don't know. Remember, uh, just at one point, song stopped. And my wife just kind of like walks up to the stage with a glass of water. And just like puts it in my face, gives it to me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, drink some water. You know, she has a look on her face like, just drink this fucking water. <laughs> like... So, but here's the thing, I got through it, got through it, uh, did not enjoy any of it. It was not a fun thing. I wasn't like, a, like uh, at the time, I was not like, yeah, this is so fun. I was terrified. I thought I was going to let everyone down, my band down, myself down, uh, people that were there to see us. I was like, man, I cannot, I cannot do this again. This was like a lesson fucking learned. And after it was all said and done, you know, after the show, I, I, I did end up telling them what happened. I was like, guys, like, this is way out of character for me and will never happen again. But the reason, this is why I was, I was late. This is why I couldn't bring the stuff. I was just 
too fucked up. And I don't, I, I don't know how I did. I feel like I did okay up there, but I was super fucked up and just trying to get through it. And they're like, oh, wow. We couldn't tell you were fucked up at all. And I was like, really? They're like, no, it, it, it was fine. You were like normal. We thought everything, we thought something like was wrong with your family or something. And I was like, no, dude, I was like really fucked up. And they're like, whoa. All right. Well, good job then. So, and while the moral of the story would be to leave it off there with a joke about, you know, you know, fuck it, uh, it really, did, I really did learn a lesson. I, I do not get fucked up like that. Ever. I've never gotten fucked up like that for a show. At some of the cover shows that we've done by the fourth set, I may have been a little tipsy, but those are party kind of atmosphere things. Um, and only during certain times have I done that. But no, no, I mean, it's just a lesson learned. Like I, I luckily scraped by it in some some way something got me through that uh staving off embarrassment and and disappointment to everybody but it is definitely a a lesson learned from way back then this is over 10 years ago and then i i I definitely carry it through to today uh moderation of the moderation we kill in moderation that was from a band called the hunger they're from houston and that was their hit back in the mid 90s so on the radio uh shouts out to the hunger We kill in moderation. All right, moderation. That's it. So, uh, yeah, so I got through that one and uh, definitely taken away a lesson from it. Uh, I still party hard. Don't worry about it. But, you know, you got to know when the priorities are. I definitely don't want to get swept off my path because I'm partying. Thank you guys for joining me another week. I very much appreciate it. Um, do, do check out uh, everything I've got going on over at johnwayneisdead.com. You can uh, go to the shop page there, and, and all of my books are in stock right now, as well as new stickers are up, bookmarks, shirts, John Wayne is Dead Records. All of that comes directly from me, so of course I personalize it and send you out some extra goodies as well. All of my books are on Amazon and Kindle also, so if you want to pick them up there, I very much appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening, uh, and any any support is very much appreciated. If you want to support me uh, further, go to patreon.com slash Dead. The new tier, the Dollar Beer Club, gets you access to the uh, also other weekly podcast, Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, every single week. And do check out my third podcast I do with Christopher Triana, my good buddy, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne, and that is at chrisandjohnwayne.com, K-R-I-S is how you spell that. Uh, you can follow me on everywhere at John Wayne is dead. and uh, thank you so much. I will see you in the moderate times ahead. Yeah.